Hey everyone, I'm Jen. I write a newsletter called FLAB that's all about boosting your self-perception and body image. And on this show, I'll talk about it with you. Each episode focuses on a central theme broken into three parts. Act 1 is a personal essay. Act 2 is a collection of affirmations you can use to put skills into action. And Act 3 is discussion on a topic. Today's show is all about holiday FOMO and the pressure we sometimes face to manufacture joy during the holidays. If you like the show, you can subscribe for free to the FLAB newsletter at flabwellness.com. And now for today's episode. Act 1. A Soggy, Froggy Christmas. My husband looked me square in the eye. He must be serious, I thought. No, it's just, it's just too much, Jen. You've gone too far, he said. He was right. Going even further over our decor budget to purchase the Froggies Fog Pro Snow Machine for Christmas morning snow was too much. I mean, how long does it even take to make the snow, he argued. No, it's just soap, I muttered under my breath as I threw in the towel on that idea, really hoping he didn't hear the just soap part. I meant well. Christmas time in Florida leaves a lot to be desired. With no trip up north this year, I set out to manufacture a white Christmas at home. Fireplace screensavers, singing extra loud at the library's holiday puppet show, and pretending not to break a sweat as we picked out our tree at Home Depot in the 90 degree heat. We became blow up lawn character people. I got a North Pole, a literal pole that I'd set up every morning after it was knocked down by the wind or possibly an unruly band of raccoons. I'd labor to resurrect it with the same dedication as the construction crew building the house next door. This is why women should just stay inside, they must have thought each morning when they pulled up into the job site to see the pole laying reliably on the ground. Today with Christmas only a few days away and gifts still unpurchased and unwrapped, I went into full-blown, over-schedule, over-panic mode. When will we ice skate? When will we go see the trains at the mall? What day will we watch Scrooge? What will we eat while doing that? No detail was too small to be thought out, because this was our last chance before all the Christmas fun would be forced back into a box for another 11 months. The fear of missing out on the perfect Christmas moment if I didn't schedule it felt like my old ED ways. When I'd get overwhelmed if an impromptu invitation to happy hour popped up on my calendar. If I had just eaten, it would send me into a spiral that I hadn't planned on an extra meal. And I'd be paralyzed with regret that I wouldn't be able to easily participate in the shared meal that everyone was able to enjoy. I knew I needed to start pumping the brakes on my holiday overscheduling when my warped body image thoughts started occupying my headspace so loudly that I could barely hear jingle bells in the background. You ate way too many cookies and you're going to feel like crap all afternoon. You're going to be too distracted with guilt to even be present with your kid. These are things I'd never say or think about anyone else, especially this time of year. So why me? So instead, I'm forcing myself to take things off of my planned fun list and leave space for spontaneity. 
like that moment today when I turned the volume up to 11 to listen to Ariana Grande's Santa Tell Me on the way home from school pickup. At first, my daughter begged for me to turn it down because she could hear the show. She couldn't hear the show she was watching. But it didn't take too long for my dance moves to center into hysterical laughter. Tonight, I'm watching A Christmas Story Christmas to the end just to see how Ralphie manages to reset his family's expectations while downloading scripts on prepping your kids for gift disappointment. And of course, I'm getting comfortable with the possibility that the day turns out not fun. Maybe the most magical thing happens in that open time, something that defines our entire Christmas season this year. Or maybe we just get some much needed rest because we canceled a few things. And instead of recreating a manufactured white Christmas, I'm trying instead to embrace all of the authentic South Florida holiday moments as a way to bring more joy and authenticity to the season. After all, since my children don't have the memory of a white Christmas to compare the season to, a frog-filled, soapy Christmas morning will probably just feel soggy. Act 2. Mama's Affirmations You are doing enough. You are enough. You are doing enough. You are enough. And it's important to have fun, and fun can be hard. It's important to have fun, and fun can be hard. Act 3. A discussion on FOMO. Here are a few fast tips I've absorbed over the last few days while contemplating this topic of FOMO and manufacturing joy. What I found is often the surprise of the feeling is the hardest part. So if you can anticipate that there might be disappointment or tiredness or meltdowns or of course a rise in body image dissatisfaction this time of year, I know that's the case for me, it can help a lot just to acknowledge that these things might be coming so it's not as much of a surprise and when they do pop up, acknowledge them and know that they'll pass and that the fun will continue. Another thing that's really helped me is to remember that being ungrateful isn't a thing. We can't be un-a feeling. We might be disappointed and that's okay, but we didn't ruin Christmas. We didn't ruin the day. We didn't ruin a special moment just because we had an unexpected feeling or reaction to something that we weren't planning. We can repair and move past it and, you know, still enjoy the bigger moment in time of Christmas. Another great tip is one that I heard through Krista Tippett on on being and she was talking about hope and the importance of hope. She says how important it is to hold space for hope. So if you're having trouble this holiday season Just remember that hope is what separates the possible from the impossible. If you don't have hope, you know, it, it can't happen. So you have to have hope. Another great tip is to be silly even if you have to fake it. Fun is important and fun can be hard. So if you have to fake being silly, do it. And I promise after a few minutes, the silliness will take over and if it doesn't move on and you know 
be authentic about that too. Another great tip, if I can remember to do it, is to play the tape on potential unexpected feelings. So if you know that there's a chance that you might be disappointed or you might be overwhelmed, in my case, we do the same kind of overwhelming Christmas routine every year. And every year we say, we're never going to do that again. And we always do it again the next year. Um, So I know what to expect and I can plan for that. Um, Another thing that I know is going to pop up is, or likely will pop up are kind of like these awkward greetings that I get this time of year, Um, especially around people I haven't seen all year. A lot of people like to comment on my appearance or like, hey, you look different. Oh, have you lost weight, gained weight? Have you been excellent? Like whatever it is, like people like to, I don't know why comment on appearance and honestly I've noticed I do it too so one thing I'm going to do is make sure that I have in my head a list of a couple of greetings that I can say to people that have nothing to do with their appearance that's a compliment and then on the flip side if somebody comments on my appearance I have a canned response for that so if somebody asks me like hey have you lost weight um my kind of go-to is going to be something along the lines of like I'm not sure. I haven't been keeping track and move on. And then last tip is to go check out the interview with Elizabeth Gilbert on the Quitted podcast. And I linked to it in the newsletter. And on this podcast, she talks about how you need to make space for your life's purpose to do its work. Elizabeth tells a story about how on a rare afternoon of free time, she spontaneously held a stranger's ladder while he painted a sign. She only allowed herself to kind of do this strange activity because she had nothing else on her schedule. She had nowhere else to be. And when she finished, she snuck away and the man never even knew that she had been there helping keep him steady and safe for 30 minutes. She concludes the story by saying, and as I was walking away, I thought, What if this was the entire purpose of my life? It's just as good as anything else. So I wonder about the spontaneous moments of joy and meltdowns and body image and struggles that I encounter this holiday season. Maybe those are moments that will stand out and last in my memory over the years, not the froggy, snoggy snow machine. And I wonder if those moments versus the perfect moments that I've been focused on creating, if those like impromptu, random, strange moments are really the beautiful moments that are possibly the ones that are setting my life on its intended course. So with that, um, I will round out this episode with a couple of notes of my top favorite Miami memories, Christmas time memories. Um, and you can also go check these out. Some of them are linked in the newsletter. So number one is a Dave Barry Christmas gift guide. It's hilarious. There's things like yoga joes and they're like little gi joes doing yoga poses definitely go check check that out um another christmas pastime in miami is 
um, checking out the window displays in the design district um, there's some great holiday displays there and the people watching is just unreal like people line up at 10 o'clock 10 a.m. on a Wednesday to go into Dior and I'll never understand why but they do um, this year we're also going to meet Queen Elsa at the local drag bar and like where else but Miami can you do that? I feel like that is just a very special thing that needs to be celebrated about this town. Um, a beautiful memory from this past year was the multilingual holiday sing-along. They had songs from all different cultures from around the world which is just really beautiful and fun to be a part of. Um, a funny one was the local broadcast commentary on the holiday boat parade another is sending coconut postcards to friends in the mail seven fishes dinner watching the bill Murray christmas special dark rainy afternoon walks in the neighborhood to see the lights turn on early christmas markets that sell lemonade santa arriving in a camo helicopter to meet the kids i feel like where else but florida does santa show up in a camo helicopter that's pretty badass um Vizcaya, which is just this beautiful historic building all dressed up in holiday decor the first day that the owner ever came and arrived to the property you know back way back when um it's christmas day so they go all out for the that holiday and then, of course, if you're from Miami, you already know that there's nothing more quintessential Christmas time than the DJ Laz remix to Mi Burrito Sabanero. So I linked to that video, but you can just go search for that on YouTube and get a little taste of that Miami classic jam that you only get to hear for the holidays. So thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to Flab at flabwellness.com for more. Wishing you lots of peace and love this holiday season.